Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 981. So Hem gained the Chancellor's chair. While I found it irritating, it had little impact on my day-to-day life. The only precaution I took was to step with extra care around even the least of the university's laws, knowing if I were put on the horns now, Hem's vote would count doubly against me. As admissions approached, Master Herma remained weak and fevered. So it was with a knot of sour dread in my stomach that I prepared for my first admissions interview with Hem as Chancellor. I went through the questioning with the same careful artifice I'd maintained for the last two terms. I hesitated and made a few mistakes, earning a tuition of 20 talents or so. Enough to earn some money, but not enough to embarrass myself too badly. Hem, as always, asked double-sided or misleading questions designed to trip me, but that was nothing new. The only real difference seemed to be that Hem smiled a great deal. It wasn't a pleasant smile, either. The masters had their usual muted conference. Then Hem read my tuition. Fifty talents. Apparently the Chancellor had greater control over these things than I had ever known. I forced myself to bite my lip to keep from laughing, and arranged my face in a dejected expression as I made my way to the basement of hollows where the bursar kept his counting room. Reem's eyes brightened at the sight of my tuition slip. He disappeared into the back room and returned in a moment with an envelope of thick paper. I thanked him and returned to my room at Anchors, maintaining my morose expression all the way. Once I had the door closed, I tore open the heavy envelope and poured its contents into my hand. Two gleaming gold marks worth ten talents each. I laughed then. Laughed until my eyes watered and my sides ached. Then I drew on my best suit of clothes and gathered my friends. Willem and Simon, Fella and Mola. I sent a runner boy to Imra with an invitation to Devi and Thrape. Then I hired a four-horse carriage and had the lot of us driven across the river to Imra. We stopped by the Aeolian. Denna wasn't there, but I collected Dayok instead, and we made our way to the King's Arms, an establishment of the sort no self-respecting student could ever afford. The doorman looked the motley lot of us over scornfully, as if he would object, but Thrape frowned, his best gentleman's frown, and ushered all of us safely inside. And that's the page! I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. Strikes me as super unwise. What exactly? You're like, both is trying to like, about his his money, even though he's like actually making money. And then he goes and just kind of flaunts it. Like, like, what was the point of hiding that that you got a whole bunch of money if you were just going to spend it and make it very obvious? He's hiding the fact that he's not disappointed to get this huge tuition so hem knows that he's poor right and hem assumes that he's probably been like barely scraping together the but what if talent. hem finds out about this? exactly 
Exactly. This is probably so much money that it warrants an investigation, right? I've said this before, like it's not totally clear to me how this looks on the books and potentially, again, potentially, which is how I seem to want to say potentially, this is my Cohen, um, potentially the other amounts were so were small enough that they didn't warrant an investigation. But if he is able to like absorb a 50 talent tuition, which is exorbitant, even by, I think like noble standards, um, seems to me that him, the chancellor who also apparently like really wants to make him suffer. He's like doing this on purpose to squeeze him. Right. He might start to ask questions and saying, where is he getting this money? This is yet another reason. I think that it is in fact, quotes folly to, to react this way to be elated and to go on a spending spree with his friends. It's very nice. It's a nice way to end this part of the, of the book uh, and this act of the story with him partying surrounded by his friends, able to pay for all of them. uh, Also he's out there with Thrape who is noble, who theoretically might actually have that money. It would have been so much smarter just to be like, okay, Thrape, this is the plan. Like, I'll I'll provide the money, but we'll pretend like you're the one paying. Well, I, I mean, Thrape knows that he's he's working. You know, he's it doesn't matter how he got it, right? He's got some of Alvarin's dough. Like, as far as his friends are concerned, I don't think they're they know that there's a scam going on. All that matters. No, but maybe it would be smart to have them help him out with this scam. Yeah, but Quoth <laughs> doesn't want to talk about money with his friends. Yeah, he just I, wants to yeah. treat them to a nice to a nice night out, and it's also nice that like Mola. And Fella are involved. Like Fella seems to have been absorbed into the friend group when she started dating uh, Sim. And Mola's always been referred to uh, fondly, but this is the first time, to my mind, that she's been included. I guess she was part of the the Anti Ambrose heist. Also, Fella was part of the Anti Ambrose heist. I, I think that Fella was part of the group before she started dating Sim. Mm-hmm. Oh, but not yeah. not as much of the inner circle, right? It used to just be Quoth, Will, and Sim, and they were like the, you know, the three musketeers. And I think yeah. that their friend circle has expanded a bit. And so it's nice to, yeah, it's nice to have that circle expanded a bit. Again, this makes me miss Sovoy, who at the beginning of the first book seemed like a good addition to the group. And I don't think it's, I don't think it's that Rothfuss forgot about him. I do think it's that after he dated Denna, Quoth like stopped wanting to hang out with him. Yeah. I, but also I, he's like a rich twat. So but he's not that much of a twat, right? Like they were starting to warm up to him when he's when he dated Denna and then he got iced out hmm. perhaps perhaps yeah like I think that would have been an interesting dynamic for Quoth to have like a a twattish but ultimately good-hearted uh noble friend whereas he's got Sim who's like a non-twattish good-hearted noble friend who's like hmm. practically not a noble because he's so far down the the line of succession right so I don't know I th- I to me I almost wish that Quoth had like invited Sovoy out for old time's sake. If he's gathering up all of his like extended friends, like is, is Dayok a close friend of his? I guess I wouldn't have put Dayok in the same group well, as like Wilson. They go and to the Aeolian looking for Denna and they settle for Dayok. All right. All right. I guess Quoth is just feeling magnanimous. Yeah. He just wants, he's like, I am, I have basically won the lottery. Uh, I want to take everybody I care about out for, a, for a real you know, uh, a, a real piss up, which, you know, I think that's a good instinct, generally speaking. Yeah, I enjoy a piss up. But I, I think that the piss right. falls back down and sprinkles mm. you. Yes, tragically, tragically. Yeah. No matter and of how course, that's what's happening. To go, that's uh, right. 
It's but I mean, yeah, the, the old parable. <laughs> what pisses up must piss down. That's right. No matter how high thy piss stream flies, it will sprinkle down again upon thine eyes. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but I do think that you're right that, of course, this is folly. And I think that it's dramatically satisfying for this to be a a nice moment that is going to lead to a not so nice moment. Mm-hmm. And so it is a bittersweet goodbye mm-hmm. to this this chapter. Although of- I think if you're reading this for the first time, it's not going to read as bittersweet necessarily until we find out what's going to happen in book three. Yeah, you I mean, know, I when- still feel like there's a measure of bitterness and that Quoth has to like contend with him and that we finally be getting close to Herma, who you know, has only recently started to be named. He was the chancellor throughout all the first book. Yeah, no, he's Herma. I think it's because it's like I'm used to like female names ending with A. I always think of Herma as a woman. And then I'm like, oh, no, wait, they said he. <laughs> if I were casting this today, I might make Herma a woman. That's an like, I think that's a, an easy, an easy way to get some gender representation. Although as written, it's meant to be more difficult for women in the university. So yeah, yeah which makes it if the university is part of the point, like the fact that there are no women who are masters is part of the point. Hmm. So Fair I point. think that it's actually, there's a narrative reason for those characters to be men. Shall we move on? There's a, a single paragraph chapter to round this uh, page to round this out. So why don't we move to get that done quickly? Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. Let's piss the stream up, uh, secure in the knowledge that it will never come down. Uh, I was so sure you were going to go tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow creeps in this petty page. But I guess we'll have to save that for tomorrow's page. Of the piss. No. No.